What comes to mind now that you've learned a bit more about digital dementia? What's one thing you can do today to exercise your brain instead of going straight to Google or your smartphone? Speak Easy Studios. Speak and be heard. What effect does stress have on your life? How does it affect your relationships? What about your business? My name is Lynn LaSalle of It's Why, and my clients call me the identity coach because they discover how to take back control of who they want to be and how they react to stress. This message needed to get out to a larger group of people. So I created a group that helps people identify and manage the stress they never realized they had. We're going to explore questions that challenge you to find your inner power that got buried so deep within because of that stress and take back control of the situations that caused that stress in your daily life. A small change can make the biggest difference. You make the difference. Welcome back to IPP Thursday. Thank you so much for coming back for this week's episode. And if you're new here, we're looking forward to having you. I'm going to talk about something, a term that I heard that I had never heard before. So I'm wondering if you have. And I'm going to share some information with you about that today. The term is digital dementia. And that was a term coined by top German neuroscientist Manfred Spitzer in his 2012 book of the same name. It's a term used to describe how the overuse of digital technology is resulting in the breakdown of cognitive abilities in a way that is more commonly seen in people who have suffered a head injury or psychiatric illness. Now I'll blow your mind a little bit more. I got some of this information from alzheimer.net. It was posted in 2013. Sounds crazy, but here we are, more than 10 years later, technology is way beyond what it was then. So it's kind of a little mind-blowing to think about what could be causing digital dementia today. So I have some references and resources that I, I want to share some information with you today. So please bear with me as I go through this information to share with you. So one of the things that they talk about is that a, a number, a growing number of adults are susceptible to constant connection and overuse of technology, which can lead to lateralization of brain function which means the brain suffers imbalance. Damage to the right side of the brain is associated with deficits in the ability to concentrate, short attention, memory span, and emotional disturbances, such as depression. I'm sure that at least one of you out there that's listening knows someone that's either connected with the Alzheimer's organization, or maybe even had a family member that had it. It's tough. Imagine that if we're not conscious about our use of technology, that we can end up allowing ourselves to fall prey to that. 
That's just from Alzheimer.net. Sycamore Valley Chiropractic in 2017 posted an article that said, people choose not to memorize information because it's so easily accessible on their devices. Think about it. We all have smartphones. How often are we looking up information, right? Because we're using these devices instead of memorizing, then our memorization skills might diminish. This was said by David Copeland, an associate professor of psychology and director of the Reasoning and Memory Lab at the University of Nevada in Las Vegas. Why is this so important? Well, when we talk about this, and let me get back to Sycamore Valley Chiropractic. I apologize. I think it went a little bit out of order here. And this happens, especially when we use technology. Um, signs and symptoms of digital dementia include slouched posture, developmental delays, short-term memory loss, social secu- seclusion, lack of movement, anxiety, depression, anger, balance disorders, and uncoordinated movement patterns. And these are things that can be recognized by a chiropractor. So when we're thinking about our brain and we're thinking about technology, we may not be thinking about our posture. We may not be thinking about the movements that we make and other things that can be detected. So awareness can be key. I'll go back to the quotes that I was saying before about the the psychologist. Uh, Writers, uh, Carla Delgado, uh, talked about this in Discover Magazine in 2021. So you see, as we're going up the years, we're still adding more and more things. Now, just when you think I've given you a bunch of resources, I want to leave you with this last one. And this is from Omega Digital Services. This is from a technology company under their help menu. They say what it's doing to us, right? As a result of younger children using cell phones, iPads, tablets, etc., they're not required to remember phone numbers, addresses, and other key information that previous generations grew up having to memorize. Possibly our generations, right? So because children are relying on their smart devices, they're, they're not looking to learn all of that information, which can end up causing an unbalanced development of the brain. So highlighted in this article is that the left side of our brain is responsible for rational, linear, fact-finding skills while the right side of the brain is intuitive, imaginative, and emotional. By not utilizing the right side of our brain, there has been deficits in the ability to concentrate, short attention, and memory spans, and emotional disturbances. I think we heard about that from the chiropractor and from this psychologist in the previous resources that I read to you. So... When we become so dependent on technology that instead of trying to recall the information organically from our own memory and brain, we just look it up on our phones or with Google instead. 
So this is affecting the way students are learning. Instead of students having to memorize and be able to recall information that they have it, they have it all at their fingertips via their phones or their tablets or computers that they're using in school. But are they really learning at that point? Or are they just able to use Google effectively? Based on the information provided by these resources, let me just pose a few questions for you to think about today. What percentage of your life has been shifted to regular use of technology? Where does it show up the most? What comes to mind now that you've learned a bit more about digital dementia? What's one thing you can do today to exercise your brain instead of going straight to Google or your smartphone? How might this knowledge impact your success and daily well-being at work or at home? Really important things to think about. Technology has been a great resource for the success of our business and our future. And we've all come to rely on it for a lot of things. And it's important in a lot of ways. But it's also important to recognize that how our brain functions, the human factor, and how we use it and take care of it is important too. So about what your answers are to these questions and try to find the, the healthiest balance you can and avoid falling into the trap of digital dementia. Thank you so much for listening to IPP Thursday. Thank you for coming back and returning and we hope that new listeners will come back next week. Have a great week. Have a great week.